Hello and welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. And kids, before you let your parents leave the room, give them one idea you'd like to see in a future episode and ask them to email me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. The idea really doesn't have to be that well developed at all. For example, my son came up with an idea recently where he'd like a story that involves a living banana, so that's enough for me. We'll get that one going in the future. This is episode 54, The Troublesome Termite Queen, part three of Troublesome Termites. And if you haven't listened to the other two, I highly recommend you go back a couple episodes and this will make so much more sense. Otherwise, just sit back in your bed, close your eyes, and as usual, imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You wake up inside the spaceship. You get up, leave the bedroom of the spaceship, and wander around a little bit. Bill is still there. Hi, good morning, he says to you as you walk by. Good morning, Bill. How'd you sleep? Great. This is the best dragon bed anyone could ever ask for, Bill replies. The ship seems to have finished repairing itself. Can we get larger again, you ask? Yes, the ship is fully done repairing, answers Spaceship. Spaceship immediately starts to glow. It begins growing and growing and growing until you're a normal-sized spaceship again, or almost normal size, the version that's big enough for dragons to get in and out, remember. Spaceship, you say, I think we better make sure there's no more of those termites anywhere else. They've really been destroying things, and if we don't catch them in time, they could eat the entire planet. That is a great idea, answers Spaceship. I will send out probes right away. Tiny little doors on the inside of the spaceship pop open, and little floating spheres fly out. The back hatch opens, and all of the spheres fly out into the air each one going in a completely different direction, including a few that fly right up to space. These scanning probes will trace the signature of the termites and indicate if there are any others in the area. Oh, that's very convenient that you had those ready, you say? Yes, I like to be ready for anything, replies Spaceship. And I already have unfortunate news, continues the ship. It seems that the probes have detected a large number of termites on the moon orbiting the dinosaur planet. What? Show me, you say. Spaceship flies up into the air, passes up through the clouds and out into space. Before long, you see a moon in the distance. It looks just like a normal moon, except 
there's actually a visible chunk taken out of the one side. Was that always there? You ask. No, it seems that the termites have eaten almost one-tenth of the moon. A tenth of the moon? That's a lot. Well, in terms of moons, anyways. How do we stop them? Can we upload a virus again? Yes, however, this problem seems to be bigger than this. I suggest we go to the source. The source? How are we going to find the source and, and what kind of source are we going to find? I do not know. However, all indications point to there being a source for these drones. Someone or something has to be sending them, explains Spaceship. That makes a lot of sense, you say. Okay, can you trace them or something like that, find out where it's coming from? Yes, says Spaceship. I have detected the remnants of a high-speed drive that was used to travel here originally, tracing it back to its source. Let's get going right away, you say. Spaceship immediately changes its direction and jumps to super hyperdrive. All the stars that you could see in the past become streaks in the air that pass by you very, very quickly. Tracing source, tracing source, tracing source, repeats Spaceship. Uh, spaceship, you don't, you don't have to keep saying that. It would actually be better if you didn't the whole time, uh, if you don't mind. Understood. The spaceship continues to fly at super hyperdrive for another little while, and then suddenly drops out of it. All of the little streaks of light become solid again, and you see floating in front of you something that looks like a planet made entirely out of metal. A huge metal planet. There's ships flying in and out of little hatches on the planet, constantly coming and going. And there's other huge, what look to be warships, flying around the giant planet. They seem to detect you, and the huge warships fly towards your ship one after another surrounding you. Up on your view screen appears a message. On it you can see what looks like the inside of a ship, and sitting in the middle of the screen is a large, bulky-looking robot. What are you doing here? says the robot. We're here because your little robots keep trying to destroy a planet that we love very much, and we need you to stop right now. What do you mean? Those little termite robots, they're eating away a planet that we live on, you tell the robot. These must be 
Lies. My robots do not eat planets with sentient life, explains the robot. Well, they are eating something with sentient life, and you need to stop them right away. I would, but I can't. Why not, you say? I am too hungry. Always hungry. Must eat. Must replicate. Must eat. Must replicate, says the robot. You don't have to replicate. Why do you have to replicate? It is in my programming, says the robot on the view screen. Your programming? Well, why don't you just change your programming, you ask? That is not allowed. Attack the intruder. Attack the intruder, says the robot, who seems to have become very upset that you suggested reprogramming him. The ships on either side of the spaceship suddenly break apart into little pieces. You realize that they're made entirely of the little termite robots and just connected together to make a ship. The termite robots of each one of the ships reforms into what looks like a giant cannon or something like that. And then you realize they are giant cannons. All of the giant cannons power up on the inside and huge blasts of laser fire out of each cannon straight at you. Evasive maneuvers, you say, pushing down on the joystick, making you fall straight down and out of the way. The cannons track you and take turns firing at the spaceship. You try to dodge in every direction that you can. Fire your lasers back, you say to spaceship. Spaceship locks on and fires a barrage of lasers at the cannons. Spaceships able to break large chunks of the cannons apart and damage them pretty well. You focus on dodging the laser fire by driving in all different directions. Left, right, up, down, sideways, backwards. You do front flips. You do back flips. Anything you can think of to make your movements completely unpredictable. Then, you turn around, fly back at the cannons, and spaceship unleashes another barrage of fire, blasting them to pieces once again. They look too broken to fire anymore. Phew, that was close, you say. But then you see the cannons break apart. The little termites all separate and they start to form into a different shape. They fly all around the spaceship and they've come together as a huge sphere snapping a structure on the outside. We need to get out of here quick, become very, very small and slip out through one of those holes, 
just as you say that, all of the little robots surrounding you light up and form a huge energy shield that completely traps you in. I do not believe that getting smaller is the wisest course of action, says Spaceship. Yeah, well what do you recommend, you ask Spaceship. I recommend the opposite. If we grow larger, they may not be able to contain us. Well, do it then, you say to Spaceship. Spaceship starts to glow. It grows and grows and grows. It grows until it's a huge starship, and it begins to press against the sides of the sphere. And then it grows some more. The sphere can't hold it and breaks apart all of the little robots flying in all different directions. Spaceship, get us out of here now. Super hyperdrive. Spaceship jumps to super hyperdrive away from the area. Okay, spaceship. We need to come up with a plan. And here's what I'm thinking, you say. We go back there, but we arrive really, really tiny so tiny that their sensors won't be able to detect us. Then we sneak into the main ship. It's gotta be that giant sphere that looks like a planet. And then we fly towards that robot we were talking to. I think that robot might be the termite queen. And if we can change its programming, then we can change all of them. What kind of programming changes do you suggest? Asks the spaceship. I suggest you reprogram it to not be so hungry and ensure the protocols for not eating planets with sentient life are still in place. Understood. I should be able to write such a program. Okay. That's perfect. Then we can get out of here without completely destroying the robots, which is kind of nice because they do seem like intelligent beings and it's kind of probably wrong to destroy them all. How about you shrink down now and start heading back to that area there, spaceship? Understood. Spaceship, while traveling at super hyperdrive, shrinks and shrinks and shrinks until it's the size of a single cell. It then changes direction and jumps back towards where the battle was taking place. When it arrives, you look in all directions, and it seems that none of the spaceships have detected you. You fly the microscopic ship over towards the huge metal sphere, and you easily find openings in it. You fly through the shell of the sphere, and when you get to the inside, you see an amazing sight. There are robots flying everywhere, huge long stretches of metal connecting from the outside of the shell to an inner sphere that is glowing. Where's the robot queen, you ask Spaceship. Detecting location of robot queen, 
Robot Queen detected. The spaceship starts flying towards the center sphere. It flies straight through a little opening in the sphere. It winds left and right through a tunnel, and it pops out of a ventilation shaft just above the Robot Queen. The ship flies down towards the huge blocky robot. You orbit around it until you find an opening inside its head. You fly inside, past its exoskeleton, around different sets of wires. And in the center, you find something that looks like the core inside the drones, only much larger and much brighter. Do you think there'll be nanites here to attack us as well? That is highly likely, says the spaceship. Okay, well you start downloading the new programming and I'll protect the ship. You remembered that last time you used your magic staff and your newfound magic powers to stop time and destroy the nanites before they could cause much harm. You grab your staff at the side of the ship and you press the button to open the hatch at the back. You walk out onto the surface of the core and you close your eyes and focus, preparing yourself for when the little nanites come. You bring yourself to a place where you feel calm and happy the more you do it, the easier it gets, and you immediately have a half smile on your face, and you feel very powerful once again. Sure enough, the nanites start coming from all different directions, and you begin to think about going faster and faster and faster until that strange sensation flows through you and you begin to speed up, causing everything else to slow down or stop. Once again, you go around breaking the nanites easily because when you're moving at this speed, they really don't have a chance. You hit them with your staff, with your feet, with your knees, pretty much any way you can think of, and they break very, very easily. They're nothing compared to you moving at this speed. When you're all done, you head back towards the ship, ready to let time go back to normal and finish the upload. But then, you see nanites that look like they're moving at a normal speed, but you didn't go back to a normal speed. Oh no, I think they've created a few hyper-fast nanites that can keep up with me even at this speed. This is gonna be a bit tricky. You press the button on your watch and your spacesuit unfolds around you, giving you an extra layer of protection. Luckily, there don't seem to be many of them, only four. One of them flies at you and you dodge out of the way just in time. You point your arm at it and allow a little blast of laser to hit it 
and destroy it. Another one comes and hits you in the back, knocking you forward. But quickly, you spin around with your staff and break that one as well. There's only two left circling around your head. You look left, you look right, and then they both fly at you at once. You duck down, they smash together, and you finish the job with your staff. Well, that's that, you say, allowing time to go back to normal. Upload almost complete, says Spaceship. You run back onto the ship, and it closes up around you. Upload completed, says Spaceship. Reboot required. Suddenly, the core turns off, leaving you in pitch blackness. Before long, you hear it power on again, but it seems to be a different color. Instead of red, it's now glowing green. You fly the ship out of the robot and back out to space. You grow the ship to a normal size, and you look around waiting for the other ships to attack, but they don't. A video pops up on your screen once again. Hello, thank you, says the robot. My programming had become flawed, and I had begun to lose my way, says the robot queen. I will recall the droids from your planet, and I promise to never destroy sentient life again. I hope we can be friends, says the robot queen. Well, I guess we can be friends. I have a lot of friends who are robots already, but I could use one more. That is fantastic, replies the robot queen. The transmission ends. Spaceship, let's start heading home. I'm getting really tired. Your eyes are starting to feel very heavy. It's been a longer day than normal. Understood, says Spaceship. Spaceship immediately jumps to super hyperdrive, and you get up out of the chair and head for your bed. You crawl under the covers and let your head crash onto the pillow. The bed is very comfy and you just allow yourself to snuggle into it and to get lost in the sound of the ship as it travels at super hyperspeed. <laughs>